All right, now you're our first replacement rancher, yes. right? Yes. What makes you think you can replace Sarancha? Well, what uh-oh. gives you the balls to walk in here when I specifically beg for people to? What what gives you the right? When again, I asked you to, and also you did buy a ticket to this corn to this corn maze. Thank you. I forgot to tell people it costs like twenty five dollars to come into the corn maze. Uh, okay, what makes you think you'd make a good replacement rancher? All right, well... Weezer fan 420. <laughs> I don't know how good of a replacement I am, but an exact copy, maybe. What? Yeah. Okay, without using the word, I think we both know a word I'm thinking of, the awkward word. Yes. Well, how are you and Sarantia similar? You're both tiny. I will say that. Okay. You're both itty-bitty babies. Cute, yibble, itty-bitty, baby-wavy cubies. You look like... If Stuart Little had a Polly Pocket. That hurts a little bit, Asteria. You want to be small. You want to be small. Imagine this. I'm a big man and I need a big cereal. Honeycomb big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It not small. No, no, no. Have you ever eaten honeycomb? It's a chore. Maybe once. Yeah. It's like like eating sandpaper. You got to douse that stuff in milk. And then what am I doing here? I'll just drink some milk. Lucky Charms. That's delicious. Marshmallows right in there. Frosted Flakes. The taste adults have grown to love. They're great. Say it. They're great. Excellent. Who do you think killed Jeffrey Epstein? Probably the Clintons. Yeah, I think the Clintons too. Okay, so what else makes you a good replacement rancher? All right, well, first of all, I'd like to say on the topic of cereal, Captain Crunch tastes great, but the worst cereal because it absolutely destroys the top of your mouth. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, as you become a boomer, you develop like a callus up there. Like an iron steel top of your mouth. I'm my, the top of my mouth is more, is more crunch than man. Like shredded ham. Exactly. Exact, that's exactly right. That's five sarantra points. Good job. Oh, Sarantia Friction now? What do you think of... The revival of Science Friction? Yeah. No, no, I got it. I got it the first time. All right. Now, I asked everybody to bring in a topic that Sarantia would have brought in. You got anything for me there, uh, Weezer Kid 420? I do. I have beat someone up using only moves I learned from anime. Yeah. Pretty epic story. So, if you go on, like, YouTube... The YouTube stream that we just did, and you see my face. What's your YouTube channel? Well, my YouTube channel yeah. is Lime Jinjo, but I have a channel with my friend Dylan called The Broskies. Okay. We, it's a comedy channel. You're going to need Let's to change just... that. Weezer Boys. Okay, Weezer Boys. Okay. That's besides the point, though. If you look at like the live stream we just did, and you look at my face, you'll probably think, first thing, this kid gets bullied. That's correct. I no! did get bullied. <laughs> I did get Wait, bullied. Wait, hold on. No, no. Let me be a little more incredulous, because like, I want to like be wholesome. Yes. No! No! The first... No! The first thing I look at you isn't, don't come to school today, you're one of the cool ones. That's not the first thing I think when I look at you. I don't think of that at all! Well, I'm more of a, I get hit and I take it, but not anymore, because I'm homeschooled. So where I got bullied was the real man's place. Does your mom bully you? No. Is that what happens? (laughs) No, I get bullied at the real man's place. Are you a homeschool shooter? Please don't. No. Please. Okay, good. Okay, good. All right, kid. Someone tries to beat you up. Where is this happening? All right. I got bullied at the real man's place, and by men, I mean literally, because I got bullied at Boy Scout camp. Okay. So, I'm very short. So, like, right now, I'm like 5'5", five, five, okay? But I was sh- even shorter as a kid. I was short as a kid, and I'm short now. I'm just a short person. Okay. So, 
I did not like being short, and there was this one tall kid from another troop. So in Boy Scouts, you're separated by troops. So like in the area I live, we had a troop, and then another area, we'll have another troop. Yeah. But at Boy Scout camp, a bunch of troops go at the same time. Yeah. So another kid from another troop, he just didn't like me for some reason. He's he, he's like, he's looking at me, he's calling me fun size. You know, like when you go to a party and you pick up a little packet of M&M's and it can says I tell fun you size. You, can, I, can I give you a response to that now? If, if, I, if someone said that to me. Yes. Okay. Oh, hold on, there's a train. <laughs> Even even when you're at the corn maze, you can't escape the train. No, I know. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's another five rancher points. Oh my god, there's always noise in the background of, of our bullshit. Okay, if somebody if somebody cut called me fun size, well, first off, I think I say thank you. That's really nice. You think I'm teeny tiny? Like, uh, uh, the, but I think what I'd say is, yeah, like your penis is fun sized. Because I bet you have a lot of fun with it. All right. I was like 11, though, when this happened. So I wasn't thinking of of penis when I was 11. I was thinking of like Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And uh, anime. Well, here's what Sonic would say. Hey, bullying's not cool. Sonic says. Yeah. Don't bully kids because that's not nice. And the cops will be called on you. Did you you tell him what Sonic said? No, I did not. Yeah, that's your first mistake. I actually did a big no-no. I did my first ever naughty word. Oh. And by word, I mean just a gesture. I flipped him the middle finger. Good. I, I was growing up a Christian kid, very okay. young, homeschooled, sheltered. But yeah. I did go on the internet, so I knew all the dirty words and everything. I flipped him the finger. It was the first time I had ever rebelled like that. Nice. But it felt good. But then this kid, he like, he like hit me on the head with his walking stick. And he called me fun size, and it hurt. Just so real quick, real quick, just because people are gonna wa- people are gonna wonder. Now, uh, is this a walking stick that was medically necessary? No. Okay. At so Boy he Scout hit you camp, with, like his walker or cane. No. At- so you weren't being bullied by Jimmy from South Park. No. Just making sure, because if this is about to be like, I beat the hell out of a, I beat the <laughs> hell out of a differently abled man with anime moves. At I'd Bo- be like, <laughs> no. Sriracha would tell this story. <laughs> <Yeah>. Congratulations. <laughs> Now, at Boy Scout camp, uh, your walking stick is like your status. Depending on how cool your walking stick is, the cooler you are as a person. Okay. That is the only place that's true. Yep. I'm going to tell you right now, (laughs) I know you're homeschooled, and that's cool. We all... Nobody... Look, you didn't get to decide, oh, I'm going to be homeschooled, oh, I'm going to go to moon camp, whatever. You're... But... In the real world, though, you should no. not walk around no. with a gnarled walking stick no, and never. be like, as I strike it upon <laughs> the ground, it becomes the hammer of Thor. Don't do that. That only works fear with Dr. Fear my Donald thunder. Blake. Yes. No one, people will fear your thunder less if you tell them yeah. that. Yeah. Th- okay, so what happens next, kid? Okay, okay. So, this kid hits me on the head with a walking stick. It was like a long wooden walking stick that was sanded down. It looked very bland. It was a weak walking stick. This man was low status. He was nothing compared to me. So, he hits me on the head with the walking stick, and this is when I snap. I punched him. I punched him in, like, the shoulder or something. Nice. And then, and then he retaliated by looking at me and then punching me in the face. And kind of like in an anime, when, like, a character's surprised get, at getting punched. They, you like, screamed head the word turned. Downey? No. He, okay. I, my head turned, and I, like, touched my cheek softly, like, feel it, like, <gasps> did I really just get punched? And then, that's when, I, that's when I did it. So, around this time, I was reading One Piece, which I don't read anymore because there's like 900 episodes. It's very long, according and to Ranch, yeah. And I will never catch up. Yeah. But I was reading One Piece. And in One Piece, the main character, Monkey D. Luffy, he has this power where, um, <laughs> where he, like, he can hit people like rapidly because he has stretchy limbs. 
and he calls that gum gum machine gun. But I kind of changed it up a little bit. I started punching this kid rapidly in the stomach, just absolutely destroying his stomach. And I screamed, I screamed, fist of a thousand sun gods! And dude, this kid started crying. <laughs> I absolutely destroyed him. That's what you get for punching me in the face and calling me a fun size. This is the only time I've ever gotten in a fight. Other than that, some guy at a Tyler the Creator concert was drinking vodka and he tried to push me out of the way and I wouldn't move and then his girlfriend accused me of groping her and then he told me he'd meet me outside and kill me and I called him a pussy and then he got vacated from the premises. And that was another quick story. I gotta say, okay, first off, very good job sneaking that second story in there. <laughs> yeah. That was a whole tale unto itself. I need to get mine. So what did her boobs in. feel like? I did I didn't even touch them. Nice. She like See? That was a trick. She like elbow. She Bare- my elbow barely touched them I for know. a second. Hey, look, and she was like, pass the test, man. <gasps> man, kid. Yeah. You pass the test. Just you like, already convinced me. Because if you had said like saffron. Oh, they were really soft. <gasps> exactly. Uh oh. Incriminated myself. Yeah. Now I'm going to prison, thanks to the loudest podcast. Thanks. Episode thanks, like loudest podcast. Episode like thirty six or thirty seven. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. God, there's a lot of hot girls here. Okay. Um, uh, Asterios, that's a baby in a stroller. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorrento would have also made that joke. You're killing it over here. I'm Thank sorry. You. There's just like a lot of like corn milfs around like who are clearly spending like $5,000 on their hair and nothing on their kids. And it's like, I'm good. I'm good with that. Like, check out that corn milf. Well, I shouldn't point. Oh, God, I'm going to get kicked out this of the is, corn This maze. is their one time of year where they take care of their child. Yeah, well, you know what's nice about bringing your kid to the corn maze? Just let him at, just let him in there, and then you can go just get high in the car. Let the guy with the corn cop costume take care of your kid. You know, because if the kid gets lost, you can sue the corn maze. Yes. They'll probably give you some free corn at least. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the other thing. Let's get to the first story, though. Yes. So you rapidly punch the kid in the stomach. Yes. Can I... Can you... I'm going to hold your microphone for a second. Would you mind standing up and just performing this real quick? Can one of you guys take pictures or video of this I could put up? Okay, thank you. All right, on three, two, one, scream what you scream. All right. Three, two, one. Fist of a thousand sun gods! <laughs> it was like that. In the stomach. I'm pretty, I'm pretty bold. Those are fast punches. I, look, I have to say... When he told me that he punched him really rapidly, I kind of thought to myself, like, oh, like Sonic the Hedgehog's legs, but for fists. And that's yeah. exactly what that looked like. Yep. It was like the Roadrunner, but a fit. I was not expecting those punches to look like they would have hurt, and they actually did. Yeah. He was like a Rock'em Sock'em Adderall bot. <laughs> yeah. Really good job. Okay, so you scream Fist of a Thousand Sun Gods. Why didn't you scream... What was the thing the guy screamed? Gum, gum, gooey, gooey gummy punches? <laughs> gum gum machine gun pistol, I Why think? didn't you scream gun? Because you, you wanted to put your own spin on it? Uh, yeah, I wanted to be my own anime character. I just want to be Monkey D. Luffy. That's kind of lame. I need to be Lime Jinjo, Weezer, fan, Weezer Kid 420, you know? You do need to be Lime Jinjo, Weezer Kid 420. That's, you're absolutely right. Yep. Kid, you may be the first replacement ranch I've interviewed today. You might be the best. I'm, I'm calling it early. You came out real strong on this. Thank story you. of how you beat a guy up. Story of how you got a guy kicked out of a concert. Great. They moved me to front, front row after that, too. That's fantastic. Now, when they did, were they like, 
You're a very special young man, and you deserve a very special seat. No, they felt bad for me, because they were like, my mom was like, go back in now, Matthew. And I was like, no, because it was like a small venue, like yeah. a bar. And I would have been like all the way back. I wouldn't have been able to even see the act. So I was like, nah, let's just go home. And then the, the guy was like, nah, I'll move your front row. And that was only the second time I had an interaction with police. And the first was? The first was, now, as I mentioned earlier, me and my friend Dylan, we have a YouTube channel called The Broskies. Yes. It's like a comedy channel where we play video games for hours, and then we edit it down to like five minutes of only the funny times. Okay. Is that what you're supposed to do? Because I'll just <laughs> go on these streams. Nah, if you're actually It'll funny. It'll be like three hours of me going like, let me click this, let me do it. Are you supposed to only show people like the good moments of your content? No, if you're actually funny like you are, then it like works fine. But me this and... D- Sorensha would never say that. That's true. That you've lost your first oh, five no. Uh-oh. Now I'm the now I'm the worst full replacement Rancha. All right, what happened with the cops? Right, tell me real quick. Okay. we got to get other replacement Ranchas yes, on yes. this show. Okay, so me and my friend Dylan, we were recording Minecraft, and you, I was you just... Wait. You even have a friend named Dylan? Yes. Okay. Tying us back to the... Anyway, let's keep going. All right. So me and my friend Dylan were recording Minecraft, yep. and um, I was just feeling really energetic that day. I kept yelling and yelling. I was screaming at everything. What I, were you yelling? I was just... So, like, every once in a while, I just, like, screamed just at the top of my lungs, but also... Like, Kamehameha? No, or? just, like, yelling. Just, like, shriek. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you had like a lot of every anger once you in a while, to get out. and I'm not proud of this. Uh-huh. At the time, uh, you know Keemstar. Yes. Okay, so there's this clip of him where I don't even. No one even knows what he was doing, but he was doing something. And he just screams, "Ah, you fucking whores!" Yeah, that was going around at the time, and it was like the big funny. So I'd scream that whenever I was dying in Minecraft, and I was screaming it too loud. Let me tell you what I would do when I would lose it at Super Mario Brothers Three. I would get so mad, I would put the super, I would put the Nintendo controller in my mouth and bite down on it. I go, oh! <laughs> or I would try to snap the controller in two over my knee. That's a pretty anime moment. It is, in that it is oh, cringy as hell to look at. And I'm only hurting my own property. And it's not like I can afford another Nintendo controller. I live across the street from a wheat farm. Um, Okay, I get it. You're mad at the Minecraft. Were the zombies attacking I your I castle? I wasn't even really mad. I was just playing it up for comedy Big Funny. Okay. The Big Funny of that video, though, is... This is um, the third time you said Big Funny. Is that something kids say? Me, mostly just me, I think. Okay, let's see if we can get Big Funny going. Okay, I like it. All right, keep All right. going. So, we you were... You so loud that the cops yes. show up at the house? Is that what happened? Yeah, my neighbors oh, thought my neighbors God. thought domestic abuse was happening in the house. So I'm playing with my friend Dylan, and it's on camera, kind of. It's just audio. You hear my brother Danny. He calls me. He's like, Matt, can you come down here? And I was like, I can't. I'm in a game. And they says, the police are here. And I say, oh. And I said, I got to go, Dylan. And I, like, jumped off the cliff in the game, and I, like, I didn't even bother to pause the recording. But I, I run downstairs, and the police are like, son... What have you been doing up there? And I, you can't lie to police officers. And at this time, Minecraft was not cool. So I said, as opposed to now, yes, where it is something only the coolest of kids do. So like, I was hesitant. I was like, do I lie and say I was doing something cool, like having sex or what? And then, <laughs> and then, I say I was playing Minecraft with my friend. And then he's like, were you particularly yelling at the game? And I was like, yes, very loud. And then he's like, can I get your name and phone number, please? And I was like, no. But I did give it. I, no, I gave him my name and okay. phone number. And uh, he left, and my mom called the police station. She was not home. So her and my dad were out on a date for the first time in a long time. 
So they can't leave us alone ever or I'll, the police will get called on me. So You ruined your parents' <laughs> only date out in forever? They've had multiple dates since then, but... And they were done with the movie. You know movie. what they, they say every them. time before they go on those dates? I hope Matthew doesn't get the police called on him again. That is exactly what they say. Well, I mean, wow. we, Weezer fan 420. And now your principal's mad at you. Yeah. Which is even worse. Yep. The next day, you probably had to wash all the chalk, uh, clap all the erasers out, or the one eraser, I'm guessing. you. I mean, how many erasers did you guys have? Like zero. I don't think we didn't have, have a chalkboard. chalkboard. No. Have a chalkboard? We had a whiteboard, but I almost cut but that my... that has an eraser. I almost cut my toe towel? off on it, so we gave it up, because it had I'm a not, sharp edge. Look, you have to stop, t- I'm not, have I'm to not stop telling segue. great stories. I'm, not, I'm sorry, but I like it. It's just so interesting. Here. I know, here's what I got to say. You want to leave them on anymore. If Weezer Kid 420 comes back, we will hear about how he almost sliced his own foot off with a whiteboard somehow. Yeah. Now, remember, if this story isn't very good, just lie about it. Like, make it good. But yeah. this time around. Okay. okay. Thank you, Weezer Kid 420. Plug your YouTube one more time. All right. So, um, my channel is Lime Jinjo. Um, how do you spell that? L I M E. And then no space, J-I-N-J-O. Okay. Um, I'm working on a video cataloging the history of um, a PC port of the game Persona, Revelations Persona. A uh, very little known PC port that only came out in Japan. Serenity would love that. Yeah, that should come out soonish. And then I have a channel with my best friend Dylan called The Broskies. It's a short form comedy channel where we mostly play video games and occasionally do little sketches. And then uh, my Twitter is Lime Jinjo, but the O is a zero because my first account was banned because Twitter found out I made it when I was 11. How did they find that out? Because I changed my... Did you my... tweet a picture of so your birthday cake and my it had original... 11 candles on it? <laughs> no. My original... Did you say, when I made you the... know that movie, 16 Candles? I'm five less than that high. <laughs> I'm an 11-year-old boy. When I, I made the account, here. When I made the account, I lied and said I was 13, but then when I was like... Wait, 16... they allow 13-year-olds out, you have to be. You have to be 13. Just, that's ridiculous. So I lied and yes, said I was thirteen. Yes, because a thirteen-year-old is so because a thirteen-year-old is so, so much, much more mature, mature yep. and so much harder to kidnap. They're ready than an eleven-year-old. When you're thirteen, you're just about ready to jump into those Trump hashtags. That's exactly right. You're about ready to get mega. All right, kid. Everybody, listen. Follow this kid on YouTube. Toss this kid some followers. Thank you so much, Lime Jinjo. Thank you so much for having me on, Asterios. Bye. It's been a pleasure. Sure. One second. I'm getting chicken. I'm eating a chicken finger. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh my god. We are back with the Loudest Podcast. Second replacement rancher candidate. I'm here with Rule Breaker Jones. Now, I've asked everybody to bring in a topic that Sarantia would have brought in. Uh, what do you. You were starting to run it by me. You say this is a story. How do you want to tell this story? So, it's a story about taking acid and going into New York. Right. Now, but you thought I might have a problem with this story. You were trying to run it by me beforehand. Did you think I'd have a problem with the story because while you were high, you, let's say, beat up a person of color or somebody differently abled? Like, like, what were, like what's, what's weird about this story? Uh, just the fact that I was unprepared for it. Uh, you were unprepared for the No one's prepared for acid. Well, I've what got... Did you read a book? No, like... Well, I know what I'll do on my acid trip. To, I'll bring orange slices and I'll do this. I'll go to the woods. Everybody's got a plan for acid till the, till the blotter hits the fan. Funnily enough, I did one time spend an acid trip reading Siddhartha. Okay. 
that wasn't interesting, but hey, it happened. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. So it, I, I've done acid before. Okay. And I didn't expect it to be as strong as it was. I guess there was something different about the acid this time. But we're going into New York uh, to see a live show. What were you going to see? Uh, a live session of Gorefest. It's like a... Gorefest? Uh, yeah, it's like a uh, tabletop RPG um, by this guy named Don Jolly. And, okay. And he was, uh, he was doing this live uh, thing about uh, five, five operatives kill Jeffrey Epstein. Um, what? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. An RPG guy made a... Culturally it, timed RPG about how so what could like so, so did he just pick five people out of the audience and have them all roll up a character? No, no he had uh, he had I think it was I think it was four people. Okay. Uh, he said five on Twitter, but it turned out to be four people it, because only four people showed up. <laughs> I imagine so. Okay, um, and, so you didn't make it to Gorefest? No, I, we did. Okay, uh, it was just intense. How uh, many people were at Gorefest? Was, Whose mom's basement was Gorefest in? No, it was at an actual theater, and it was sold out. Uh, about like a, it was a small one, uh, okay. chain theater in New York, about a okay. hundred th- seats. Okay. Um, so everybody's getting together to watch Dungeons and Dragons, but about killing a, a, a rich financier pedophile. Yes, yes. I don't know if I like this or hate this yet. I'm going to need more information. So far, I like the Dungeons and Dragons part, but I hate the Jeffrey Epstein part. Okay, keep going. Okay. With Gorefest. So we, we, we get to the, to the city. About 30 minutes before we like our bus drops us off, we take the acid, me and my little brother, uh-huh. um, and... I, again, we, we've done acid before. It's never kicked in that fast. So we think, oh, yeah, we have a few hours. Yeah. Um, and so we get off the bus and we just start walking because uh, the theater is about 13 minutes from the 13 minute walk from the place we were dropped off. Mm-hmm. So we, we start walking and then five minutes later, it starts kicking in and it kicks in fast and hard. Uh, wow. it, it was probably the most intense trip I've ever had. So you're out on the streets of New York with your little brother and you suddenly start tripping, yeah. you know what? Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, we, like, on the, w- on the way to, uh, we actually met up with this, like, I, I imagine he was a crackhead. Because uh, he, was, he was very intense and uh, he, you know, he said hi and everything. We, you know, we had a good uh, uh, conversation well, with him. Well, this reminds me of this time that I met, like, these two kids one of them had like weird long like kool-aid colored hair and they were both heading to some dungeons and dragons festival uh yeah gorefest isn't really dungeons and dragons it's a rpg kind of styled after uh 70s and 80s action movies Uh um but it is it is along that vein okay um and uh so so we go so we're walking to we our acid uh hits us and we're talking with these two crackheads who I think could tell uh, that we are on acid because we're giggling and everything. Um, and uh, my, my little brother, before we even went to New York, warned, warned me, hey, listen, uh, if they know you're on drugs, they're going to try to take shit from you. And they did. They did try to take shit from us. Not like violently, but they were like, hey, can, uh, can, you, can you give me uh, some money? You know, all that shit. Um, and no, we, we didn't have money. Oh, uh, good. So, yeah. Uh, so we go to, so we're, we're just, we're just walking and we, we have about two hours before the live show. So we go to a McDonald's, uh, about five minutes away and we order food and 
go all the way upstairs, which I've never done before. I'm used to the McDonald's, like, uh, around uh, Pennsylvania. You're not used to our double-decker McDonald's here in New York. Yeah, it was uh, was very new to me. Yes. Uh, Anyway, uh, so we, we get burgers. We go all the way upstairs, and we're having a difficult time keeping a straight face. Yeah. We're giggling. We don't. We don't know where. You're not the only people high on acid on the second floor of McDonald's in New York. <laughs> That's where they live. Yeah. That's we, why we have McDonald's. So we have a place to hide and let the acid wear off. Yeah. We. We. That's why Ronald McDonald is there to give you something <laughs> entertaining to look at while you're on acid. Do you think he's fun to look at sober? I certainly don't. Why do you think there's a big purple monster going around and a guy named Birdie? Like, when you look at the McDonald's characters, you go, there's absolutely no congruity or theming here. Like, there's a Hamburglar and some Fry Guys. Did a guy on acid? Yes, a guy on acid did come up with them. That's why they exist. McDonald's land is the nirvana you hit when the acid kicks in just right. All right, kid, you're at McDonald's. You're stoned out of your mind. Let's get to it. What happens? So we go to the live show, and when we're giving tickets, the lady says, oh, okay, here's your booklet, and here is a note card that you have to write a catchphrase on. Okay. Now, I know that she said that now. I did not know that she said that in the moment, because I could barely hear, and my face was red as shit, and I, I just kept saying, what? 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 Uh-huh. And eventually, I, I just kind of sat down and calmed down, <laughs> flipped through the booklet, uh, and, you know, it was a great live show, but I, I couldn't pay attention to it, because I just, like, acid kicks you, you know, kicks your ass. Is there no ending to this story? Is that what I'm getting out of this? Uh, well, then we go around to, uh, after the live show, we walk around t- uh, Times Square, uh-huh. see, see the pretty lights. Uh-huh. Uh, we walk around New York for a bit. We go I'll through- give you the ending to this story, because you clearly <laughs> don't have one. Then, so I wrote down... My deepest, darkest fears. I didn't <laughs> oh, know what to write on the card. Th- there was something like that where... Uh, I'm, I will end the story. Okay. You clearly don't have an ending. Or a middle or a beginning <laughs> to this story. Like, it sounds like you took some drugs and had a fun time. <laughs> we all have. This is not <laughs> podcast material. Let me tell you what happened with me one time. I got a bunch of mushrooms, and I went to Johnny Rockets. I put them all on a mushroom hamburger and ate the burger, because I was like, the gross mushrooms will mix in with the good mushrooms. Then, I went to the grand opening of uh, Harry Potter Land. I went on the Harry Potter roller coaster. I'm tripping out of my mind on mushrooms. It was a fantastic time. I get home, start watching wrestling, and every time I drink water, I go, the water tastes like burning. The water tastes like fire. Water is killing me. The water is poison. You have to take me to the hospital. None of my friends will take me to the hospital, and to this day, I'm glad they didn't, because I would have just been a guy screaming in there, I told that in 45 seconds. I'm sorry. Now, let me tell you how to end your story. I wrote down the name of my crush. I wrote down Jessica. And then who was on stage but Jessica? <laughs> and she read, Asher, you like me? And I'm high in my mind. I go, well, Jessica, you're here, what? And then Jessica goes, because I've always loved you. Hey, I know something we can role play. And let me tell you, 
I'm going to critically hit that. And then I, I'm going to corn maze dick. <laughs> I'm going to critically hit that dick with my dripping wet pussy. And then you guys, you have sex in your hotel room. It's incredible. And you're married to this day. All because you got high. All because you got high. Getting high introduced me to my wife. That's a story. Yeah. What did I write down in the card? I wrote down my PIN number and my identity got stolen <laughs> by Jeffrey Epstein. So when he was murdered, they thought I was murdered. And everybody was saying, I had no idea you were a financier, billionaire, pedophile. I thought you were just the guy that worked at the subway with Derek and Frank. Um, that's good. How else can we fix your story? You're with your little brother. Yeah. Your little brother gets lost in New York. A la... Say it with me. Home oh, alone too. Lost in New York. York. Who rescues him? That's right. President Donald Trump, just like he did in that movie. I don't know why. Everybody hates this Donald Trump guy. I don't know why. I can't think of a single thing he's done that anyone might object to. But remember when he rescued Kevin McAllister? That would have been my whole campaign ad. I would have run campaign ad after campaign ad after campaign ad. Uh, my name's President Trump. One time I saw a lost little boy who was clearly using a stolen credit card on a Trump property. And I totally let him get away with it. I helped facilitate a minor. <laughs> it's like a minor that was lost in New York. Uh, commit credit card fraud. Vote for me. I would have voted for that guy. Yeah. Again. Anyway. <laughs> Asher. Asher. Let me see if I can get anything good out of you, buddy. Ah, uh, Asher. What's what do you want to do when you grow up, kid? Uh, sociology. Sociology. What does that mean? I'm sorry, I'm stupid. You're talking to someone stupid. Does that? What does so? What does a sociologist do? I guess it's basic. work at Subway or work at McDonald's. <laughs> that reminds me of a joke that. Uh, uh, what, what do you do when you see a philosopher at the door? I uh, tip him for flushing the toilet. Uh, what no, are you, you pay him for the pizza. Yeah, you pay exactly. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. All right. What is a sociology? What is that? Uh, it's basically the study of society and just like how it works via culture or um, the way people interact or uh, customs, you know, all that stuff. Okay. So like, wait a minute. If you major in sociology, is your career path teaching sociology? Yeah, probably. So it's a big pyramid scheme yeah, is what exactly, you're saying. Exactly. I got to get in on this. I could teach culture. I'll do that. Yeah, you just taught a philosophy course. Gamers. They get real upset. They get real upset. And you just kind of got to let them get it out like a kid holding a tantrum. Oh, my God. So I make fun of the Pokemon game, the new Pokemon game, Pokemon okay. Sun Moon. And I'm just like, all these gamers are complaining that the sprites aren't right. They're reusing the sprites from old games. They have so much money, but the graphics haven't advanced in, my, in the kids game I still play when I'm 45 years old. And I'm making fun of it just like that. And that triggered quite a few people. So many people reached out to me and they said, ha, you know, serious, those Pokemon jokes are very funny, but I would like to be on your podcast and explain to you seriously what is wrong <laughs> with the Pokemon franchise and how they're screwing it up. And I was just like, uh-oh, I touched the third rail. Like, yeah. I touched the third. Have you seen the trailer for the new Pokemon game? It looks Sun great. It looks they're cute. making gigantic Pikachus. Yeah. They're making gigantic long boy meows. Little, little chunky, little what, chunky Pikachus. What more do you want out of this game? It took the things you liked 20 years ago. And made them bigger. Brought them into Photoshop. 
hit free transform, <laughs> and pulled one of the hot corners till they were huge. How is that not innovation? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Where can people find you on Twitter one more time? Uh, at NapsyLove, N-A-P-S-Y. And is it okay? Oh, N-A-P-S-Y. You, you can promote whatever you want. Uh, I do uh, YouTube videos. You do? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, uh, my, my, my channel is also NapsyLove, N-A-P-S-Y-L-E-V. Okay. And what are you talking about on YouTube? Um, well, is I, it how SJWs are ruining our society? Please say yes. Please say yes. No, please say I yes, am an SJW. Yes. Like okay. I have blue hair. You should know this. Yeah, but sometimes people—it's like you can't—you can't look at somebody and go, "I know what that guy's deal is," because a lot of times it's the opposite. Like a lot of times, like I'll see like a super hot girl, and I'll be like, "Well, clearly she's going to be into me." Look at me, I'm a Chad. I'll go over there and I'll be like, hey, baby, how'd you like to have sex with me? A stereos coconuts. And they'll say no. And it's like, you wouldn't think that just by looking at them. They're very attractive. But it's like, you can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> but uh, I, I talk about, uh, my most popular video is one about cults. Okay. Uh, Which, wait. What cult? What's your favorite cult? Um, probably Alm Shinrikyo. The, what, uh, what's their deal? Uh, they were the people who, in 1995, committed the... Oh, the sarin uh, gas attack yeah, yeah, in the subway? Gas. Yeah. I'll tell you a story, and then we'll They're wrap this up. They're very interesting. I'll tell you a story, and they'll wrap this up. All right, so, a long time ago, I'm dating this girl. Way out of my league, as usual. Like, uh, and uh, thank God, like, uh, like I, I tricked her or something into dating me for a while. And then, and then we're talking about religion, and I'm like... And I'm, she's like, what religion? And I'm like, I'm Catholic. What are you? And she goes, oh, I can't tell you. Uh, you'll judge me. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, well, I'm not going to judge you. Like, eh, tell me whatever religion you are. She starts telling me about how, like, they worship the daughter of the Antichrist and how the daughter of the Antichrist, like, releases all the toxins in your body if you're too close to her and you get sick. Long story short, she was one of those sarin bomb people. Ooh. Like, she wasn't down there, but, like, her religion was, like, affiliated with that cult. Yeah. And she dumped me. <laughs> like that's the moral of the story. Is like is like she was like I don't know I don't know, I don't know that this just isn't working. I'm like you worship that cult that killed all those people. And she's yeah. like and I still think I can do better than you. Yeah. Um, all right, Napsy Lab. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Sure. Take care. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. We got our third replacement rancher here, buddy. What's your fake internet name? Uh, my fake internet name is Loge. Loge? I have a couple L-O-G-E? L-O-G-E-L-L-A-U-Z. L- okay, that's great. That's the first fake internet name I've heard today I like. We're going to stick with Lowe's. Lowe's. Lowe's, uh, okay. Lowe's. Now, yes. All right, Lowe's. Now, I hear you're like a fighting game expert. A lot of kids yeah. say they're fighting game experts. A lot of kids. Now, what makes you better than the pack? Yeah, I don't know if this is very Sriracha-like, but I'm, I she like to wax... these a- goddamn video games. Yeah, Wait, I can... Well, she does. She plays some game where there's a I- bunch of kids on an island, and they're all, they all have to murder each other. And then whoever murders the most kids because a teddy bear told them to, like, is the winner. Or she plays these games. She plays these games where, like, these girls have to date each other, and you have to convince them to kill each other so you can be the only one that gets to date the boy like school days or she plays all these like disgusting Japanese games full of suicide and sex does that happen in the games you like no um that 
I could I could I could wax boomer all about the glory days of when I was going to to Street Fighter and Smash Brothers tournaments. That sounds that sounds a far yeah. It's a pretty far cry from the kind of stuff that will probably never be in Smash Brothers. Okay, how did you like? Were you like? I know that like there's like a million rank, but like, would you consider yourself a competitive player? Did you consider going pro? Um, I really like I really wanted to. Yeah, but. Talk like I, I can tell you, I can like tell you about how I went with a bunch of my buddies in. Uh, we went to like we went we were in Florida and we went out to Atlanta to a tournament and I made it out of I made it so far in my tournament that we went to the strip club afterwards and one of my friends bought me a lap dance. That's the story. Pretty. That's that's really the story. I love this story. Now you're talking about stuff I want to talk about. What did tell me about the stripper? Um. I don't it's know. Okay. It was just—it was a good no, time. No, no, no. It was Come a good on. time. Describe her physically. Describe her physically. Yeah. Uh, it was a while ago. <laughs> you don't re- don't lie to me like you don't remember exactly what this person. Don't don't lie to me like you're not following this girl on Instagram right now. Uh, I wish I got her Insta. <laughs> oh, you have to. I got I got Roller Girls Insta. Wait, what was your name? Uh, Hot Wheels is Insta. I'm on Hot Wheels is Insta, baby. Okay, listeners who might not know, one time I went to a strip club. And there was a girl, she went by Hot Wheels. She was a roller skating stripper. And she would just like roller skate all over the goddamn place while she was taking her clothes off. It was incredible. Later I got a lap dance from Hot Wheels. Yes, she leaves the skates on. It's great. Like, come on. I, I kind of remember this story. Yeah, exactly. I've told it before. It's yeah, not on the show. Okay, so, all right. So, so um... Who's your main? That's a phrase you nerds use. Who do yeah. you main? Street Fighter, I main E Honda. E Honda. <gasps> yeah. That's that big guy. Yeah, the big sumo dude. Okay, the, with a hundred hand slap. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that guy. I like E Honda. Um, what do you think of Chun Li? Chun Li? Um, as, as a competitive fighter, like, is she. Oh, who's, man. I, who's hot game. and who's not right now in the current meta? Who's hot in the current meta? Yeah. Um, well, it's probably not Chun Li. Not since like season one of Street Fighter Five, back from like back from like three years You're ago. Tell me they nerfed Chun Li. Yeah, that sucks. Mm. What about Vega with that claw he's got? You know what? Also, Personally, I like him. Does he wear a mask? He still, yeah, he still wears a mask. You still knock the mask off. Yeah, that's. I'm or no, no, no. He Actually, takes the mask should, off he when he wins. Off. Yeah, he takes it off when he wins. That's weird. Yeah. It's like don't wear the mask. Like this guy seems so. This guy seems like he'll drop the mask at like the drop of a hat. He's just, like he's just like, "Ooh, I found a penny on the floor." And mask away. Like Yeah, the floor loses. Yeah. Don't commit to the mask. Mm. All right, so he's got that weird claw, that wooden claw. Yeah, speaking of, there's in competitive Street Fighter, they so the in the original Japanese version of Street Fighter 2, Vega is not named Vega. His name is Balrog, the name of the boxer. The three of the bosses from Street Fighter 2 had their names all swapped around. Balrog, the boxer, who looks like a dead ringer to Mike Tyson, is M. Bison. Mike Bison? Yes. That's great. And when they brought the game over to America... I guess they didn't want to get sued for using Mike Tyson's license. Likeness there was already a Mike Tyson fighting game at the time. Mike Tyson's Punch Out, right? And then, and Mike so Tyson they just swapped. They terrible, yeah, just terrible, just terrible to Robin Givens. And they were like, "Now it's super Mr. Dream, Mr. Dream, Mr. Dream is who you fight at the end." And then now we're all like. 
Oh, isn't Mike Tyson funny? Let's put him in the Hangover movie. Let's give this, this guy a cartoon on Adult Swim. Everybody likes doing a Mike Tyson impression. I'm Mike Tyson. Oh, I can do an impression. And it's just like, this guy sucks. Remember how this guy sucks? I feel like our whole society is like, yeah, he sucks, but he's also pretty funny. He's got a sure. cool tattoo. It's like, oh, my God. All right, anyway. So, um... How about so th- Smash Brothers? You were in a Smash Brothers, right? Yeah, I'm what way into Smash Brothers. Oh man! So let me tell you the the Smash Brothers community versus the fighting game community. They people go to the big tournaments, like they go to Vegas every year for the big Evo tournament. Wait, but these like games a- don't get a- they don't get these communities don't get along. So there is, is a like culture a, clash uh, here. Jets and the Sharks kind of thing. Kind of, like, yeah. You're a Smash. You're a Smash all the way <laughs> from your first double jump. Like, um. <laughs> Okay, I like so, this a lot. So, like with the fighting games, there's a lot of fighting games that people are really into. There's Isn't Street Fighter, the there's Street Tekken, Fighters there's in Smash Brothers. Like, can't there's you know, like, Ryu, Ryu and Ken, yeah, Ryu and Ken are so in Smash why, Brothers. I don't, why can't I don't get it? Bring people together. Yeah, I don't get it either. But I mean, you put a lot of hours to get competitive in one game, and with. Like you've got, you say I'm going to be the the champion of Street Fighter and the champion of Mortal Kombat and the champion of Tekken. Wait, did you, you say s- Mortal Kombat? Mortal? No, I said Mortal. Kombat. You said Mortal Kombat, which and now I'm starting to think <laughs> I really like the idea of Mortal Kombat. It's like help the lady cross the streets. I like that. Good job. I love more Mortal Kombat. Wait a minute, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> But this guy could sell this like as a Christian ripoff. Christians buy anything. Like, you put Jesus in Mortal Kombat and like he's like turning water and wine and stuff. Wait, what do you got? What have you got? listened? Have you played Fight of Gods? No. Tell it's, me about it. It has, you've got Jesus. You've got Buddha. You've got um, Amaterasu, the Japanese goddess of the sun. Okay, now you've I'm going to tell you right Zeus, now. You've got Poseidon. I'm telling you right now. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but this will not sell well in the Christian market. Already there's a bunch of heathenistic gods in this. And I'm telling you. Unless Jesus wins every fight, they're not buying this game. Like, <laughs> can we mod this game somehow so like Jesus always wins? Yeah, I'm sure there's a there's a rainbow edition where okay, Jesus good. is where Jesus wins in one hit. Do you ever play those like Eggsy games as a kid and it turned out they were made by like some Bible company? Eggsy? No, that Dizzy. doesn't ring a bell. Dizzy, Dizzy. no, the yes, egg, Dizzy the, the egg. Big I, egg. I yeah. had that game. I know why. They were selling the Dizzy game on the Home Shopping Network. And my mom is watching the Home Shopping really? Network. And she's like, a Nintendo game. My kids like Nintendo. I'll buy the Nintendo game. And then she bought the thing. And we're playing it. It's so difficult. I hear those cartridges are worth like $1,000 now. Like, what, like do you t- what do you know about this Dizzy game? Not much. I think I went to like a summer camp once and they had it on one of the computers there. Christian summer camp. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But don't think don't things get really dirty really fast at the Christian summer camp? Because it's like they're away from their parents for the first time. It's kind of like they left Jesus at home. You know what I mean? Well, this one in particular, I only went for one day. I, I did you go another one. out after one day? <laughs> did you put it in a girl's butt? <laughs> what happened at Christian summer camp? Well, I don't know that it was actually a Christian summer camp. That's I just okay. needed something to do. I did go to um, my my middle school friends and I from Florida went all the way to a summer camp in Colorado. Hmm. I think it was like called Camp Shady Brook. And this was actually, uh, I don't know if this is the time or the place to bring it up. This was the year Maddox's book, The Alphabet of Maliness, was the shit. Who? It was get, who? Literally who? Maddox? Mad. 
Mad, Mad ox? Mad ducks? Are you talking about a... Fl- we, I, that, I, I heard about this funny site. It was called, like, the greatest website in the galaxy or Sounds something. Great. And great. And he, um... Uh, so we found out he called about this book, the, um, the ABCs of masculinity. And we were past this was, we was getting passed around the boys camp, like a hot potato. It had all your great, wholesome jokes about, um, unwanted, uh, unwanted contact and a, and a TV star from Texas. Wait. Who is the subject of many memes. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, you have failed at being a replacement rancher. But you have succeeded at being a replacement stereos. The way you watered that down to like unwanted, unwelcome physical contact between two non-consenting partners. <laughs> that's exactly how I would have put it. Perfect. Great job. Laos. I love it. Laos. Okay, real quick. Give me like a fighting game tip. Like something I could use out there on the streets. Um, let's see. So what? What fighting? What fighting? Well, who do you who do you like to main in fighting games? Oh, I'm just terrible at them. I just push the buttons. You just smash the buttons. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. I'd say just just block, just block, block, block until they're worn out, and then just just go in. I've always. I'm not kidding. I've never expressed this thought out loud. I have always thought about blocking like it's a huge waste of time. Does it turn out that, like, blocking is, like, the most important thing in a fighting game? Uh, it's, you gotta, it's good to know when to block, not all the time. All I do, I am like a baby with these games. I just, like, keep pushing punch, 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 punch. My favorite characters to play are, like, Mega Man or Star Fox, because they have a gun. And I can just keep shooting it and, like, hope things work out. Eventually, you'll start blocking. You'll block more and more, and then they're like, oh, my God, I can't get this guy. And they'll just start doing these moves. Like, they'll start doing these big Shoryuken attacks to try and get some, some decent damage on you. And then, But then they'll be open for a thousand years. So you, you just block their, their big attack and then do... And then just go in on your own attack when they're open for, like, a million years. That's fucking great! All right! Blocking! I know that sounds obvious... I really didn't understand the importance of it. Thank you so much. Of course. All right. We'll be back after this. That's it for our show this week. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. This music you're listening to right now uh, was created by Tom from the Roast Mortem Podcast. You can listen to them at, you can find them at Roast Mortem Pond on Twitter. The opening theme song was created by Waterboy, spelled W-A-U-T-E-R-B-O-I. You can hear his music at waterboy.bandcamp.com. And this episode and everything we do was lovingly edited by Zwick. That's it for the show. All right. Later. Later.